0: There is no greater release than that from vengeance sated. Hunger and weakness are no bar to vengeance's call. I would find my slayers and send them back whence I came. (laughs)
1: Hello everybody, welcome to Play Retro, episode 28 for Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and I'm here only to serve the Dark Lord Kane. Ooh, and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway,
2: and Time Traveling Vampires is my new retro jam. Suck it, Link, I'm going dark fantasy this week.
1: Yeah, you are. Get ready for some dark, vampiric, blood-sucking, mother-effing... I'm
2: traveling... All kinds of uh, the Shakespearean dialogue and presentation.
1: Yep. All of that and more on today's Play Retro. Um, we have actually a lot to talk about. <laughs> we're going to, uh, here in a minute, we're going to talk all about the Legacy of Cain series. In particular, the uh, the early stuff on the PlayStation 1 and 2. We'll, we'll have references to other stuff as well and where that series is today. Um, and some interesting stories about how that thing came about. I realize that today's episode is going to be specific to a very select group. There are going to be people out there that go, Oh, Legacy of Kane, I love that game. It was one of my favorites. I still think that story is amazing and holds up today. And you're not wrong, by the way. Um, But also, I think it was also a little obscure for its time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Soul Reaver maybe had a a larger audience, the follow ups and sequels, but um, we'll talk about those too. I'm proofing the pudding because I play lots of
2: video games. And I had never played Blood Omen. I just always assumed it was an inferior PlayStation version of Soul Reaver. Mm. And when I played it, mind blown. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing like, that. like what I thought it was. Yeah,
1: nothing like that. I played the hell out of it back in the day, so I kind of knew what it was. But to me, it was this unique mix of Diablo and you know that kind of Zelda. top-down pre-rendered aesthetic thing that was going on in that part of the '90s. Um, and Really, it was like a, it was the first real vampire—I don't know—proper vampire game, as far as I'm concerned, on right. any video game I ever played. And um, yeah, I think you'll—I think you'll be interested, folks, in what we have to say about it. So stick around for I mean, that. Before great. we get going, I was going to say this: great
2: use of the audio. I mean, it's, it makes such good use of the CD technology. Oh yeah, no, no for sure. Emerging, but like, so.
1: especially that early on when nobody really knew what they were doing yeah. yet. And yeah. a lot of stuff was really poorly recorded and not this. Mm-hmm. These guys went all out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, real quick, in my hands here, I have a Steam Deck. It's bigger than my head. What? Yeah, bigger than my head. It's huge. It finally came in. You actually can't. You kind of can't describe how big and heavy this is until you have it in your hands. Right. Um, and I'm glad it is because this screen is freaking perfect for me. I can see everything really well. Um, it's just a beast, but I've been very happy with it, and I've been throwing everything at it that I can—from new games, old games, middle games, everything in between, and retro games. Yeah,
2: retro games. I'm so jealous of this. So, th- so is it true? Is 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 it everything the hype has been delivering for retro scenes? Is it is it
1: living up to it? So far, yeah. I mean, basically, um, anyone out there who's familiar with like the tools that you use commonly these days to To get any of this stuff done, like RetroArch, and you know, mm-hmm. um, what's the front end I mentioned earlier? Emo Deck is that it? Emu Deck Oh, what is it? Dot what? Hold on. Dot dot uh, emu dot net. or emu deck something. Oh, here it is. Dot, dot com. Deck. I thought it had a weird domain. I guess dot it com. It's dot com. Um, basically, it is. It gets all into how. Well, it gives you a downloader, and you take it into desktop mode on the device. And you run that thing, and it just does it, and it's over with, and you're done. And everybody was recommending this to me, in particular Kevin at KT Data in the chat. He was kind of my lifeline on this. It's like, here's what you got to do. Here's where you got to go. Here's what you got to do. So I did, and it was easy, Um, super simple, nothing to it really. And uh, once you're done, Steam has all the front end you need. So when you're back in gameplay mode, which is basically just like you know big picture Steam mode where you're playing all your regular Steam games, one of those is you know, a collection of, of, you know, retro overlays and junk like that. You get in there, you run it, bam, boom, your games are there. They're categorized. They got little video previews. You're playing the games. You got save states. You have all the functionality you're used to with retroarch. Like if you've had any experience with those things, this is that, you know, all your shaders, all your whatever. And, uh, it's playing everything I've thrown at it beautifully, including, I decided I I didn't go nuts and try some of the experimental 360 stuff or any of that yet, but I, um, I played a bunch of uh Mario or uh Super Mario Galaxy 2. Ooh. 60 frames, smooth as butter, no issues, perfect, great, full screen, awesome, love it. Uh uh what else? Um and then everything all the way down to the the lowest end thing I have on there is like Genesis Super Nintendo, but they all run great. I haven't had a game be weird. Um uh I don't even know what How else. Was to say. Your experience compared.
2: And this is a this is a tough comparison. We got both of us got the AmberNick RG yep. uh, fifty five fifty two. Is yep. it like, is it like light years ahead of that, or is it like, oh, this is better?
1: Well, as you can more. see, as you can see, and I'm sorry for people at home who cannot see these things, but we'll here's your it. here's your here's your size difference. Wow, that is a that is like that is
2: much larger. Imagine if you had the iPhone. Uh, regular size in one hand. And then one of the iPhone XLs. it's like that much size. Yeah, it's difference, huge. Right? Like an old
1: iPhone four Ratio. compared to a 13, uh, pro or right. whatever. Um, yeah, it's a big difference in size. So that's the one thing that I really like about the new one is the screen is huge. Um, right. but it's an led, it's nothing fancy. It's not like an OLED screen or anything, you know, crazy. Oh. Um, I wish it was, that'd be awesome, but I'm sure these would cost a lot more if they were, but. Um it's an LED screen and it's fine look a QLED whatever that is
2: um, well you, you got me you got me jealous Scott and I went ahead and put my five dollars down put my five dollars down where my mouth was yeah and uh, I put mine in order so it's supposed something like a quarter or four or so I don't know it was, maybe it was before soon. the end of the year Ish. that'd
1: be good yeah yeah I mean they're ramping up production they've got a little better pipeline going. Um, they're still insanely popular also the other thing you can't get are the good external Wi-Fi or not Wi-fi Bluetooth keyboard um, uh, including a what do you call it a touchpad. Kind what of combos, those Logitech ones and others. They're sold out freaking everywhere. Um, if you were getting a Bluetooth one. Anyway, so I was trying to get a hold of one of those. Couldn't get that. Um, and they're apparently selling out because of this device. So anyway, long and the short of it, it does everything that I would hope it would do from a retro perspective. Uh, the controller layout's all good. You got your dual sticks. You got all your buttons. You got everything you'd need. Um, and it's just as customizable as it is on the Amberneck. The big difference here is you're using... Uh Linux instead of Android, which right. to the to the human eye is not gonna make any damn difference. So that's not really the the big thing. The big thing here is that it's running stuff all the way up to uh 360 and PS3 without right. hitches and glitches and slowdowns and any of that. It's hitches like, and glitches, yeah. baby. That's Slow our new body.
2: segment here on the Play Retro. That's show. right. We've got oh. hitches and glitches.
1: Also, <laughs> sorry, I forgot to mention if you have the cable for it, um, you can, well, it's not really just, it's just USB C. You plug into that thing and then you go off to HDMI. Um, right. You can play it on your TV, whatever you want to yeah. do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So is it, is, is it a USB C or is it a uh, uh, micro HDMI?
1: It's USB C. So you would need okay. like a cable that had, that was either a splitter or whatever, so you could go out to HDMI because there's no HDMI out on this thing built in. They are, they do right. have that, uh, that uh, dock coming, which will do all of that in the dock kind of switch style. Um, That's what switch does. Yeah. Yeah. But this thing does work that other way. I actually tried it. It was fine. It worked great. The problem is I had to use a, um, I had to use a splitter that I need for like production on the computer down here for my studio. So I could only (laughs) use it temporarily, but the new one I got coming, I'll use it for all that stuff. And, um, yeah, anyway, fast, it runs everything like, so just real quick from the like big triple a title type games. I'm not having any issues with any of them. They're all running beautifully and wonderfully. Um, I played for the heck of it, dude. This is how weird I was the other day. I decided I got in a rally mood. So here's what I did. I played three rally games, a GBA game called V rally three. All right. Great game. Love it. But it's ugly. It's ugly and pixely and shitty, but it's, you know, I love it. I played that. No problem. Of course. I then went and played a PSP, the PSP version of Sega Rally Championship. Again, yeah, no problem. Of course. Although I want to share something with you from that game. This is how that game says Game Over. All right. Listen to this. This is amazing. Can I find it? Oh, what shoot. Where is it? Hold on. I want to, you, you will game not over. believe how dumb this is. This is an amazing... You know how Sega is with all their dumb stuff. Here it oh, is. Oh, yeah. They always got some weird... Found it. Here you go. Game Over, yeah! <laughs> How dumb is that?
2: Yeah, it's the most positive that. that's it's the most
1: positive game over i've heard in a video game in my life yeah i mean yeah. it's much better than the pac-man yeah it's like it's like oh i lost yeah. Over, yeah. and then you're like no man i kind of won in a weird way
2: it's okay it's okay i'll be back later man. yeah we'll see you later <laughs> see
1: pick you up after the game, game. good looking anyway so that's uh, a that, that's uh, where, where where was i going with that oh uh So then I, so I played that, played great, flawlessly, whatever. That's still kind of a good looking game. And then I switched over and played, uh, oh, I played a little Outrun, uh, as well. There's the Outrun Horizons or whatever it's called. It was like a PSP version of Outrun. Fantastic game. So I played that again also. And then I went to play a rally game in the modern context, played, uh, rally, uh, let's see, dirt rally 2.0, which is like, they're very, it's like one of the dirt games, but The dirt, the mainline dirt games, one, two, three, four, and five are all kind of like arcadey, you know, fun, multiple kinds of races sort of events. Uh, Dirt and one and two are very like, nope, just serious rally. No music while you're driving. Guide says over the right, go up the thing. Here comes a jump. (laughs) Talking in your ear. Like it's very serious rally car racing. And I, but it's also very graphically intensive. I wanted to see how that looked. Flawless 60 plus frames. No problem. All good. I'm um,
2: so jealous of this thing right now. You're gonna love it, dude. Deck.
1: You're gonna love it. I only have two complaints. You ready for these? Uh, give me the yes, please, please bring it
2: down. Uh, yeah, Raziel, give me, give me, give me that. Uh, that uh, I'll take it down.
1: All right, here's some sadness. Yeah, sadness. Here's my intro. Over, yeah. All right, here that's our sadness. <laughs> um, and this, some of this is stuff that I'm not worried about so much in the long haul because they already seem to be going crazy with updates I think that there are a couple of problems with desktop mode and how you switch back and forth and how stuff functions won't get into the details but you know there's no built-in driver unless you're running the steam app in the background of the desktop and so there are times where you need to shut that down to do other things and again this is for tweakers and goofers like me and you (laughs) Um, <laughs> There's another segment for that. <laughs> play retro. Twickers and goofers. Twickers and goofers. Um, and so it's a pain in the ass unless you plug your keyboard and mouse in. But if you do that, you're fine. But they've got stuff coming in upcoming updates that already say, hey, we're fixing that. Don't worry. It's coming. So I'm not that worried about that. Uh, the other thing is the sticks are awesome. The two, the two uh, thumbsticks. Right, My right. only complaint is I can already tell, and this is true of a lot of controllers. I'm using the left stick a lot, pushing it forward because a lot of games have that, right? Mm-hmm. Shooters and stuff. I've been playing those racing games or whatever. They all have a kind of a forward motion thing. So when I do a full circular motion with the left stick, smooth as butter. I do it smooth with this as one, butter. and it's smooth until I hit the apex of the of the north, and I no! can tell that's just right where I've been a lot. And it's right. not the controller's not falling apart or anything. It's just things get gritty between where this thing hits the edge, and it's just because I use it so much over there. That annoys me. I've seen it in other controllers. I have, I have an old 360 controller that did this. I get it. It happens, whatever. It's not drift or something terrible, but it's something Yet. I kind of wish wasn't uh, happening because I'm being picky. Um, and the third thing is, you know how LED screens are? They're backlit, right? right? Right. And that's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. When I'm playing the game, it zero matters. But when things go dark, <sighs> you see the screen as dark, but if there's any kind of edge bleed, light bleed at the top, bottom, or sides, oh, yeah. you're going to see it with an LED screen. Of right. course, you see it here, like you would any LED. So again, it's not really a problem. It just makes me wish that for a device like this, they would have gone OLED or OLED from the yeah, get-go. It, uh, yeah, that Does would it have make, been awesome. kind of
2: wish you had got a this Switch Pro. What is that thing? The OLED. Thing? The old.
1: It's just the Switch OLED. I think is all they call it. Oh, uh, there's no yeah. Pro or anything. But I. But yeah, and that's cool. Except. I have to admit, dude, I like my Switch. This has 2000 games on it cuz I already had them. I haven't had to buy I haven't had to buy a game since I got this thing. <laughs> And the Switch ain't going to let me go unless I go through some serious hackeroony. It's not going to let me yeah, do that's my what retro I was curious life.
2: About. I was just, you, did, you probably heard me tapping away. Oh, that switch. Is it hackable? Can you put retro games on it? I want to get one of those instead of the Steam Deck so I can tell Scott to suck it. Suck it.
1: <laughs> but also, your CPU, GPU setup, all that stuff's weaker over there, of course, because it's older. And all yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Aside from that, though, I'm not competitive. Valve's, whatever. Valve's got a damn hit on their hands here. This thing is rad. And it's nice to see after a few flubs in a row on their hardware front. You know, the the Steam right. Link was an okay idea, but didn't really work that great. The uh, controller was pretty cool, except they declined to have two sticks on it, which is a it's a mercy killing of a device. Right. Uh, you didn't have. I don't even know what that means. Um, you didn't do so well with your Steam boxes. I mean, in the end of the day, this yeah, is yeah. this is basically a Steam box on the portable. That's really Stupid what this Steam is. Steam Link, by the way. I yeah. don't mean to.
2: That was the one thing that I did get mad about, because when I realized, I'm like, oh, this is only going to work at all if I hardwire it. Yeah. And if I'm going to do that, I might as well just run an HDMI cable. Yeah. What would be the difference between yeah. running an HDMI cable for my freaking PC yeah. with zero lag? Right. And it's like, well, Brian, what about your controller? I'd figure it out.
1: Yeah, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll figure it out. Big, long cable for need your this controller. I Steam Link thing you will have a, a seventy eight foot uh, freaking USB cable through the house. yeah, no I was
2: problem. excited about the Steam Link because I thought it would work well enough over Wi-Fi and it never did. It worked like ass over yeah. Wi-Fi. even when I even when I tweaked everything out, it was still just it was a horrible experience. The only way I could do it was with a network cable. I'm like yeah. I'm gonna run a cable.
1: yeah now here's what I knew here's what I do know. I mean, at the end of the what? day, it wouldn't take yeah. that much and probably already is something out there or something on the way. And we're not talking just retro here, but a, but a but a device that either has Windows or Linux on it. That will be able to run Steam Deck and Steam's front end and those games and all because you just have to log into Steam. I'm sure those are coming and they'll be here oh, yeah. soon. And when they are, they may be cheaper. They may be better. Some may have better screens. I don't know. So all of that stuff being the case, yeah, the main but as far as a mainline branded thing that is you know backed up by warranty and and mm-hmm. a company you already know and it's you know it's all tied in with your Steam shit and everything. This thing is the bomb so far. I really like it. I'm
2: so excited. I really am. I, I know I'm talking a lot of crap and everything, but I'm super excited you got one, and I can't wait to do it uh, to, to get mine in as well. And I still was. I still haven't ordered the Odin. I I, I want a full Amber Nick Steam Deck versus Odin show off here on the uh, Play Retro Show. That's that would be my dream, but we'll yeah. see.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm impressed enough with the Steam OS now that um, it seems great. Like other people are like, you're gonna put yeah. another, you can put another version of Linux on there, aren't you? No, I'm fine. I don't see why. I mean,
2: really, I mean, Valve has really invested into Linux, and they've they've been doing they've been doing Linux for a while now. I think most of it's probably fine. I'm not saying there's not something that ain't tweaked out better out there, but I'm with you. It's kind of like they they put a lot of effort into this. I I don't mind no. keeping it stock and in. in mm-hmm in that way even yeah. though I'm a tweaker and a modder
1: you are a tweaker and a modder but I think this is, is yeah. for what it's meant to be for it's pretty robust and simple right. like they're not trying to overcomplicate things by making it the ultimate desktop because that's not what you're using this for you're using right. this for the ultimate portable game machine and if you need to go into desktop mode once in a while to do a little thing or two like the retro stuff then you do yeah uh, but anyway so far so good I'm very happy with it I've uh, been using it every night Big 3D games tend to burn through that battery in about three hours. Uh, hey, that's pretty good. That's ret- not bad. That's, retro games, good. retro games. I'm getting like six to eight hours. Oh yeah, <laughs> So yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, so just know that you know going into it uh, if that's an issue, but it's a fast charger. Um, it's what with the new ones, 25 watt or whatever it is. The new, the newer yeah, yeah. standard for USB-C charging. Um, but because that thing carries power, you can put a little splitter on there, kind of like we talked about with the PlayStation hack. Mm-hmm. and uh, use it for tv and have you know a keyboard and mouse connected and all that other stuff if you really want to go nuts with it you can but um the only other thing is i am it's like a piece of luggage the thing is freaking and i'm not complaining because i want it big i don't want <laughs> right. another dinky handheld i want a big big broad device and this is absolutely that but you're not going to have this in your freaking pocket there's no way. Yeah. Whose pocket does that yeah. fit in? That right there.
2: I don't know what. What did uh, who? Who was the was it Tubby? Who was on the who was it Tubby McGuire? Who was on the toilet with his uh, with his Sega?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> the, no wait. The, wait yeah, was it the was Tubby. They had to plug in the Game Gear. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. in a no no Lynx. Atari Lynx. I think. Oh, the
2: Atari leagues is right, but he had it stuffed in his freaking jean jacket. That thing was like so mad. It's like, come on. Yeah.
1: Come on. The nice thing, too, is it comes with a case, a free case I didn't expect. Oh. Uh, Kevin reminded me in the chat. It's it's awesome. This is a nice little case, and it just worked. <laughs> no <laughs> issues. Um, It's pretty good. Uh yeah. By the way, these same folks who do the emudeck.com are also working on Similar simplifications on other devices. So they want to do stuff okay. on the Ambernick Win six hundred. They also oh. talk about the RG five five two, which we've talked about. Yeah, that new um, Win six hundred got me interested as well. Yeah. It's yeah. all pretty cool. The one I really want to see is the um Odin. Odin? Yeah. Yeah, the Odin. Do they yeah. mention the Odin here? They do. Yeah, they do. That's right there. If you've if you have like the
2: Ambernick RG five fifty two, which is us, or the A N Odin, you can try our Pegasus something, and then you scrolled up. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah brian
1: brian's reading off of my stream i guess um over here they give you a five-step guide that uh, is literally on the home page and there's video if you want there's other stuff to dig into yeah. it's not really that hard you just it's not just go do it it tells you all of the steps all five of them boom you're done
2: all five steps yeah
1: here's what, what i want I? next here's what i want next game pass what, works great guide? you have to go into the desktop mode and get edge beta something to, okay. And then you can run Game Pass from then forward on your on that browser, but you can you can do it in such a way that you can play it through just the main Steam Deck interface, right? Right. So if you have right, Game right. Pass and you want to run it there, that will work. It takes a little bit of a thing right there in the back end, but then you're done. What I really like to see is Microsoft to come out with a dedicated, um, just download from Steam app that is yeah. uh, ready for Game Pass. Just do that. There's no yeah. harm in that. It's the closest these two companies will ever get to being in bed together again. You know they kind of hate each other right now, or they have in the past, uh, for lots of reasons. Um, they've been very vocal about it, especially Gabe Newell. But there's a chance here for for something rad with Game Pass. So please do that. Okay, one last thing, Brian. Then I want to hear about your Dreamcast stuff you've been doing. Are your Dreamcast junk? Not junk. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's all good. It's not a Steam Deck, but it'll do in a pinch.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, I want to thank Jim who sent me a gift for my birthday. I did oh. not expect this. So here's what I get. I open the door. There's there's two boxes in there. I think there's two. Okay. Open okay. one, and it's a bunch of Coke Zero's. Uh, it's oh, cherry flavor. Nice. Love them. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. No problem there. But then the other box I open, a little heavier. I'm like, oh, what's in yeah. here? More, Sent me a brand new unboxed PlayStation Three for my birthday.
2: What? Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you, Jim. That's yeah. incredible.
1: Wasn't that cool? So I'm uh I haven't plugged it in yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fiddle with that thing.
2: Hey Jim. Uh, yeah. Uh, when's your birthday? You Brian? You can email <laughs> Brian at what's that? I was gonna say when's your birthday?
1: <laughs> you know what I want? Nobody's nobody's bellied up on this yet. Somebody needs to right. uh, say like they need to go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna move overseas and I'm gonna just I'm gonna clean whales for the rest of my life. I'm getting I'm, yeah, really, I'm getting yeah. off the grid, and so I need to get rid of all my awesome. Oh, what were those yeah. called? The the Genesis and the Super Nintendo things. The the um. What are those called? We just talked about these last week. The the, the, the emulation device things you can plug an extra cartridge into. What were they called? Oh, the Retrons. The, retrons. the Retron,
2: like Retron Fives. Yeah, yeah
1: the Retron ret, or the not the Mister. I want that too. But that person, whoever owns all this, they just need to go. Oh, I gotta get out of here. I've got sets of two. I need to. Who do I give them to? Brian and Scott, and that too. Right, Scott.
2: I'll give you my email address right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's awesome, and it's, it makes me sad because I was wanting to, I was wanting to fire up uh, Blood Omen: at Legacy of Cain on my PS3, which I bought a while back. We talked about, yeah. but I haven't finished uh, repairing it yet, uh, and so yeah, wh- I, I couldn't do it. But yeah, you could at one point in time get uh, Blood Omen: Legacy of Cain on the uh, PS3. PS3. I think you should find Ooh. a way to do that.
1: Was it digital only, or could you get a disc?
2: I'm not sure. That's a darn good question. Hmm. But I have been told and I have read it is possible. So I don't know. Good question. Well, possible uh, is a good word. I think so. Because, I mean, it says the PS3. I think you still have access to stuff on the PS3, right? I think. I don't know. I, I don't store, have one. Jim I didn't think, send me a PS3, unbox PS3 for my birthday.
1: <laughs> I think the store is shut down. So I don't think unless you downloaded okay. it and have it, I don't think you get. I, I think. We'll I, see. I could be wrong on we'll, this. But, um, we'll see. I think that and the Vita both got shut down, I think. I could be right. right. I wouldn't doubt it. The Vita was awesome, and they they screwed that up. They should have kept that gaming machine going. Right. Um, all right. Hey, Brian, how's your Dreamcast HDMI adapter? Is it working? Is it functioning?
2: It actually works pretty good. Now, you got, I've talked about my Dreamcast I bought a while back. It is a Japanese version, but it has, as many of them did, it had a uh, VJ. VJ vga out good lord i couldn't say it. it's a display port to vga uh but the problem is on my capture card uh it, it has all kinds of funkiness so i just went on to the amazons and i looked at this little adapter here it's called a keiko uh and it uh plugs into the display port of the of the Dreamcast. on the other end it's got an hdmi out and it looks pretty darn good it, hey, that's it brian out uh, six-
1: that's that's chief o'brien's wife keiko
2: that's what that is. Yeah, Keiko. Yeah. And uh it turns out a 640 by 480 P. That's right. Not progressive, not interlaced, uh, unlike the composite and component, which are uh interlaced. It's progressive and it looks really good. 60 frames per second. Uh, and that's how I played legacy again soul reaver oh, this past man. week that's right i got the real deal dream sega dreamcaster now like i said i do have the japanese version this is a north american release uh so all i had to do was just fire up my code disc uh and fool the dreamcast into believing that i was region free uh and so suck it <laughs> suck know, it, Sega. From we're gonna have Chief to do what? a
1: boring episode where we talk about why regions <laughs> happened why that was a thing you know right and and how we avoid it so often today thank yeah, god because today thankfully no one but does it's still that there. stupid it's, stuff it's anymore.
2: still there but it's, it's yeah it's Some, not, like not it nearly was. as
1: bad switch is region free now freaking xbox has been region free a couple of generations uh playstation i believe is still region free now the ps4 was also region free like that's right. the way we want to live man this region stuff freaking f off one world one yeah. world baby one world Woo! One world order, Woo, right here on the. Oh, yeah. Maybe also, not. I maybe got, not one uh, world order, of, but yeah. Go ahead. Right.
2: <laughs> speaking <laughs> of better video, uh, you know, I've been struggling since we did the Pitfall episode to get me a a, a, a 300 ohm to 75 ohm, which is uh, to to my TV, so that I can play my Atari 2600 Pitfall. Mm-hmm. Finally, Phillips came through with a quality product. And it looks great. And I also got to find out since I finally had that adapter that my Odyssey Two is dead. Oh, it doesn't look so great. Oh, your Odyssey Two is dead. My Odyssey Two is dead. I'm I'm assuming I probably got to do some uh, some recapping. So we'll see. I probably got to I just got to replace some capacitors. Probably is the issue. That's a bummer. That's
1: a bummer. But I'll tell you what, you once again proved. Phillips Phillips doesn't make crap. Everything they make lasts forever and works great. They're awesome. Yep, love those. It was guys. still
2: brand new in a box. It was like overstock that somebody had on eBay. So it was like I'm sure they didn't make them recently.
1: Probably but, not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling it's, you that yeah, that, that so toothbrush, it, that toothbrush of mine, never going to die.
2: Yeah, never So this, let let me tell you those out. They were looking at something like that, going, "Oh, I need, I need, you know, to to plug in to my coaxial uh, input on my TV, but all I have is these, you know, these two little flat cables. I need to get one of those adapters." don't get it from amazon every oh. I, I two two different retailers sent me the same exact piece of trash that like it was put together by uh, something offensive there <laughs> something i'm not going to say i don't know who put it together but yeah. somebody with less than skills yeah, or yeah.
1: didn't care one yeah well well yeah. done well done uh, well done yeah well done with your odyssey it's dead Everybody. It's dead.
2: dead. I can't believe it's dead.
1: Well, don't worry. There's another thing that might be alive if we have anything to say about it. And that's the future of the Legacy of Cain series, which we will now talk about by playing this intro with Kane talking.
0: There is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word... The whole planet must be bathed in blood. Shall we play a game?
1: Hell yeah, we're going to play this game. It's Legacy of Came for the PlayStation 1, 1996.
2: 96 for the PlayStation
1: yeah. 1, 97 for Windows 98. What? what? Yes. Wait. <laughs> Windows 98 got it in 97. That's cool. Right. Uh, remember when Windows named their se- selves after years? That was stupid. That was dumb. That
2: was dumb, and it yeah. also was it because because if they were on track, they looked good. Because it's like, hey, you get Windows ninety eight and ninety seven, you're ahead of the curve, just like when you buy a car. But then later on, it's like this isn't working out. We're we're starting to lag behind, and now we're releasing, you know, Windows something something, and it looks late.
1: Yeah, it was out a date. Yeah, and Millennium Edition. Oh, that's not. Yeah, the that Emmy that. Edition it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that thing broke every. That locked up everything I played. I was playing a lot of Quake back then, a lot of, uh, yeah, Unreal Tournament. What else? Also a lot of, um, oh, Counter Strike. All of it had problems with ME. I regretted that upgrade so hard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We,
2: we all did. We immediately all either ran back to Windows 98 or went over and said, how about some, uh, something else like some NT? Yeah. Now we're really pushing it.
1: Yeah. NT, I did I think I did put NT on there. And even though everyone's like, that's for business. I'm like, I don't care. It's that's more so stable. Well, it's, it's- I'm playing games like a business. So, back <laughs> it's, off. That's a pretty good butthead you got going. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I just watched a whole bunch of Beavis and Buttheads. So I don't remember <laughs> that. Anyway There's more so, coming, too. Let's talk about I know. I saw some of the new stuff. So, uh, check this out. Legacy of Cain series, originally created by Silicon Knights in association with Crystal Dynamics. You may know them from the recent... Uh, resurgence of the Tomb Raider series, uh, still making mm-hmm. games, still a big deal. Although they just got sold off they as just got part of a deal. Vault. Yeah, they got bought. Well, sold off from uh, Square Enix, who bought them right. some years to, ago.
2: Well, yeah, and now they're with Embracer Group, which yeah. is uh, a real interesting movie. story in itself.
1: Yeah, the Bracer Group stuff is weird, but whatever. They claim they they're great and
2: I they, I see. well I've got great i've got uh i've got great hopes for that because uh so so embracer group was started by uh uh, what's his name lars wing fours and uh he was like 13 in the 1990s and so he he loved these kind of stuff you know this was this was his jam and so he's he's been pumping money back into these uh these places they're not actually the embracer group isn't actually like uh taking over and making develop they're like
1: pumping money in right yeah, they are so investing and yeah. in pumping money in. you're right they seem yeah. to be pretty so, passionate i just think the name is stupid that's all yeah I, I embrace the group
2: it's not good embrace yeah. it
1: yeah embrace the group i guess but anyway um so this game legacy of cane it's an action adventure series you guys probably know it by the fact that it was uh, at the time anyway it was uh respected for its outstanding narrative and involving puzzle gave puzzle based gameplay and mm-hmm. it broke new ground. It had like really high quality voice acting, really cool storyline, complex, really dark characters. It was pretty bloody. Um, Crystal Dynamics took over development after release of the first game and went on to do four more yeah. sequels. They- and that's not just a quick story, is it? Wasn't there a bunch of? There was a yeah. big fight the the rights to it, and Silicon Knights and Crystal Dynamics, and who got to work on it next? That was mm-hmm. a that was a contentious uh, chicken,
2: right? Silicon Knights, from my (laughs) reading, okay, once again, I didn't know much about this one until I did my deep dive this past week, so if I get anything wrong, excuse me, because there's a lot of data out there, and there's a lot of lies, apparently, because there's all kinds of differing stories. Anyway, from the way I understand the story, Silicon Knights started the game, uh, and then Crystal Dynamics, who also develops games, kind of came in a little later on, saw that it was having some success when they were showing it off, and they made the team larger. And so you know they got a little more input in there, and eventually it was more the IP was kind of Crystal Dynamics, and it was less Silicon Knights, and there was a, a, a just a, an agreement, not a legal agreement, that going forward uh, Crystal Dynamics would uh, would own that IP, would we you know would continue the series. So yeah. Silicon Knights had their had their heyday in the uh, the original Blood Omen, and after that they kind of. It kind of stepped out of the had the whole thing.
1: There. Well, a fun yeah. a fun side note. Um, they used to have an office. Crystal Dynamics had a main office in a place called Pleasant Grove, Utah, which isn't far from me. It's like oh. I don't know twenty minutes south or something. Right, and uh, I got to go there one day. Don't remember why or who invited me or why they was why I was there at all. I don't remember. Somebody knew somebody. Um, but That's we went in is. there and they were making. Uh, as we walked in, they were still building and making and rendering out uh, and, and looking at previews and stuff of the Legacy of Cain um, Soul Reaver intro movie—the one where he walks into the room cool. and he cuts his cuts his wings off—that whole thing.
2: So yeah, I got oh to God, see that. that is
1: so good. It's so good. It still holds up. It looks like shit, but the, the, the concept oh. and the tone of it is fine. It doesn't look good. It
2: though. doesn't look well, what well, you're. That's probably because you played the PlayStation version, right? To Soul Reaver. Is that what you did?
1: Yeah, but those, that intro cinematic, which isn't gameplay, it's. It's bad. <laughs> it's Let me
2: show you the Dreamcast version when you get a minute. Well, they it didn't redo good. it.
1: All they did was clean it up a little, and but it's still the same animation. I've looked at both. I looked right. at them today. They're it's not great. I mean, it's, it's the 90s. I don't know. It's
2: better than reboot.
1: Well, everything's better do you remember than reboot. Re, do you
2: remember reboot? Yeah, so, reboot, I mean, was reboot, reboot was bad.
1: Reboot was bad. We
2: even had we <laughs> had it wasn't bad it was just early it was early it was just a yeah no early.
1: look i said this on twitter today somebody else brought up reboot and i said look right. just Be- reboot and beast wars were so full to the brim for potential i knew right. when i was looking at them that we weren't going to end here this was going to just get better and better so nothing but respect but those early days
2: <laughs> it was our first steps, man. Ooh, it was—it's yeah. like the PlayStation we talk about all the time. It's like it was one of our first steps, and so yeah, it, it looks kind of rough now. But it is still—I, I think it actually holds up really well on the Dreamcast and the Windows version as well, too. By the way, good luck trying to find the Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. You know why? Because. According to Steam and uh, other locations, good old games, it's been pulled by the developer, and I'm assuming that means Crystal Dynamics, and I'm that means it's part of that embracer thing. Why did they pull it? I want to know.
1: Mm, I think it's because, well, first of all, I don't you think they think, we're about think to it's get a remaster. A, you think, or you think we're moving forward with something? I, I don't think they have. I don't think remasters happen because I think the the original assets are gnarly and not great. Um, I say this, but I just started playing a little bit of the the uh, Spyro the Dragon remasters. They're really, really awesome. good. They but they almost really feel like good. remakes, you know? Like, I can yeah. tell there's a lot of new work in those things. So my expectation is if they're going to do anything with it, uh, the old, <clears throat> the old stuff, they'll do remakes of them. Or they'll just go straight to a new game. And I'd be fine with that. Like, give me a new Soul Reaver game. Make it a big open world. Give me you know make it feel like a big spider-man you know like we know what to do with third person games now so it's not like there's you know they're, they're not going to be out of ideas um and go for it and let's get that tone and that story and that darkness and and all that stuff i wish,
2: I wish amy henning wasn't <coughs> henning is wasn't already uh doing something else even though i'm super excited about her new projects man i would love to see her make a return to the She's great she, to the franchise. Yeah.
1: I mean this is really where she, you know, she laid her uh, laid her eggs. That sounds terrible. This is where she, she really <laughs> this is where
2: she laid her eggs her golden eggs, you
1: mean. <laughs> yeah, like this is where she, her work really, you know, exploded yep. her out and and turned her into the the epic storyteller game developer she is today. Um and she deserves the credit. It's an amazing narrative with great audio. Here's some more of that. The
0: tavern's closing. Best be on your way, stranger. What? No mug of ale for a weary traveler from distant Corhagen? I can reward you well, for I am of noble blood. I stay open for no man in these dark
2: times. Things come with the night that no sane man would welcome. And so I left, cold of heart and soul, forced to the road and the long, bitter night.
1: See, it's like, it's self serious to a point of like almost kind of ridiculous, but. It's done so well, and the voice acting is not throwaway. And look at any other game on these new CD-based audio, you know, better audio-based systems, PlayStation 1, Saturn, everybody else. Th- this doesn't... This is better than all of that. Like, yeah. it's all bad at that era. We we heard... I mean, and I'm not just talking about stuff coming from Japan that we poorly translate over here. I don't mean just yeah, that. That's
2: on us. That's yeah, on that's us. Yeah, that's
1: on us. Exactly. We can take the heat for that. But a game that comes here or that we make here in the States in English or in Europe. And we have no excuse to just put the worst dialogue in there ever. Like, why are we doing that? This thing right. was like, Hey, what if this was actually good? And it was, and I feel like I it does not get near enough credit for establishing that as a, if and not a norm, but, but as a, something to strive for, uh, cause it's really good, man.
2: I was, I was blown away. Um, I, I, like I said, I never played Blood Omen back in the day. I apparently had no idea what it was because in my mind it was not this. And when I started playing it, and was getting all this Shakespearean dialogue, and by the way, we we're just listening to Cain uh, in human form before he uh, before he went outside and got immediately beat up and murdered by the uh, by the townsfolk. Yeah, that's what you get from being a nobleman. Yeah, uh, and so it was. It was really interesting, and the, the gameplay was was really uh, compelling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a little yeah, it janky like now, right? Don't you a, think
1: it's a little jankster now? You know, the movement's a little
2: cheese ball, well, and I don't know. I played a lot in the last couple of years of uh, Zelda stuff, and yeah. so I, I, it fit right in for me. But I was just like, oh, this is very Zelda-like, except it's dark fantasy, and I, I dug that. I thought it was... You know, it was, it was spot on. It didn't bother me at all. I, okay. I really liked it. I think the movement now.
1: could be tweaked. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing this game remade. It would really make my day to see them do that. Right. Um, and you don't even need, just remaster the audio. You don't need to re-record it. It's really good.
2: Already. Well, you gotta, you gotta remaster the audio because you gotta find some kind of uh, better sound for the blood slurping.
1: Well, that's true. The blood slurp is pretty good. Um. <laughs> here he is. So this is him <laughs> describing yeah. the place in his castle where he goes and regenerates.
0: The sanctuary spell enables me to travel to my crypt where the soil of my grave provides me respite
1: yes and that's my favorite kind of uh when you're gonna do your tutorial have your character go uh yes this is the room in my castle where i but push my wiener through the wall or whatever it is whatever the thing is you're doing (laughs) it's great
2: i I knew once. i knew once that some of that stuff started appearing i'm like okay these people are taking their uh vampire lore seriously so i'm like this it just kept getting better and better i was impressed with their you know, depth of knowledge of of you know modern vampire lore, and mm-hmm. I, I really, I was blown away because I yeah. couldn't believe this was a PlayStation X game. I couldn't believe it was a PlayStation One game.
1: Yeah, no, it's surprising. Um, it
2: feels nothing like a like other PlayStation games. To me, it
1: felt like an time. it felt like a PC game, but with better audio production in a way.
2: It was, and it was originally being developed for the 3DO and the Sega Saturn. Yeah. Um, and I I think it would have played well on both of those systems as as well, but I'm I'm glad it ended up being on the PlayStation instead.
1: It's the kind of writing that makes me want the writers to be a DM in a Dungeons and Dragons uh, it's, game night. It it
2: is know? so steeped, uh, even though it is a vampire story. I mean, it really is a uh, D and D in lots of ways. Mm-hmm. You know that role playing because we we've got uh, yeah we've got so many D and D elements here. We're oh, not rolling time. dice or anything like that, but you got to. You got a lot there that seems like is...
1: I agree. Totally, it's definitely to there. It. And of course, you know, D&D has vampires, but uh, yeah. this thing explores Raven, it in a way that... Raven I don't, Loft, what is it? I feel like, like we haven't had a good vampire game since then until the recent release of this uh, kind of open-world survival game called V Rising, which I really like. And that's a big gap of not great right. vampire games. I mean, Soul Reaver... Those are good games, but I don't know if they're—they're the, they're not really vampire games. I mean, they are, but they're not. You know what I mean? Like yeah, those are no, more. No, they're
2: not really. Yeah, I'm with you. They—they they have definitely a less. It, there's vampires there, but they're more like monsters. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. I mean, even though, yeah, he's kind of—he's supposed to be a vampire, but he's not. He's really like a different level. He's almost like a daywalker, some like a blade character or something. You know, he's—he's mm-hmm. he, he's not quite a vampire, and all the vampires are kind of. You know, instead of like the first one in Blood Omen, everything is very classic vampire. And the second one is more like they're mutated monsters and, you know. Yeah.
1: More underworldly. Kind of so. And yeah it's, yeah, it's connected, but not quite the same thing, which is actually put me off a little bit. We'll get to that in a second because I know I wouldn't say we're, you know, I'm team Blood Omen and Brian is team Soul Reaver because I like them all. And I think you do too. But yeah. I guess I was so enraptured by the tone of the first game that the other games just kind of came along and I went oh well this isn't quite the same these are yeah, a very different I, character We're I, doing that's, different things you know that's what I I was like I was kind of surprised that the it
2: seemed like people who liked the series seemed to be good with all the games which really kind of shocked me because usually when you take such a uh, you know a left turn uh in a series you you got you know the old guard versus the new guard And it definitely takes a different turn because we're talking about third person, you know, follow cam Mm -hmm. on on the Soul Reaver series. Everything going forward except for Blood Omen. Blood Omen, Silicon Knights, uh, it it was a totally different vibe. Even though it's got, you know, the same lore and everything, Mm -hmm. it just feels like a totally different
1: game. And they really are. Like, just effectively, they're different games. And I would argue they were more popular because they were, you know, following the trend toward 3D. and, And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I did miss this kind of top-down thing. And we now live in a time where we can have all the things, right? All these kinds of ways yeah. of making a game. So if they were really going to do this, at least with Blood Omen, go back, remake that game, do it in a modern engine, but still make it three-quarter view overhead, you know, Diablo-looking mm-hmm. kind of style. And you've got me. I'll, I'll buy that game t- today. Like, you won't even have to ask twice. Um, I would play that <laughs> game again. Now, Soul Reaver, same thing, but... I actually have to. I think they have to do more work on those, because the simple platforming slash action that was in those third person games, while you know good enough, was of its right. time, and we have come a lot further than that now. So those are huge undertakings. I think if you're going to redo those, I think the I, I think
2: the primary mechanic of trying to keep uh, Raziel in the material world, and if you have ever played Soul Reaver, basically. You are, he was one of Cain's from the first game. He was one of his lieutenants. You grew wings, pissed off Cain. Cain mm-hmm. ripped him off, cast you out for 500 years of suffering. And then you come back and you're going to go for revenge. Also a topic in the, very, in the very first one as well. A lot of revenge stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, so here we are in our, our, our soul reaving. And the thing that was good about it was the shifting the plane shifting so you go from you know the spirit world to the material world and that's a really neat mechanic for solving puzzles and so i i I think it still could stand out i think there's enough there that it could still stand out
1: oh for sure setting wise character wise all that stuff no problem i just think they have to go a little nuts with like uh how you know the environments and what they look like and how big they are and mechanics oh, yeah. within those environments and all that like we're just in a different place now
2: yeah you go even more open world even though but it's but it's all like most of it's like underworld stuff so yeah but i think they were uh and amy uh hennig had already talked she said that she felt like and she should know she started out with blood omen even though she wasn't like a direct lead or anything and at that point in time she was just involved with the right with the project uh and then when the second one she, you know, she went to more like director and doing more things, and so she she saw it as a progression of of like Zelda. She saw it like how the Zelda series was progressing, mm. and so yeah, I think you would just you, you could just almost once again just look at Zelda, go where it go?
1: Yeah, it's that's still a good doing point. its thing. That's a good point. I think they they could have gone that Soul route. Reaver
2: Breath of the Wild.
1: I don't know why they stopped. I Actually, kind of do know why they stopped because Defiance is a bad video game. But we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Before we do that, uh, a couple other things here. We got I love the groaning and dying people in the first game. There's just a lot of repeated audio of them going. That's
2: what was so. That was one of the things that was so uh, (laughs) intriguing to me in the first one because, like I said, I hadn't played it before, and I, 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 I got to experience the whole thing, which I'm sure you experienced many times over. It's like, oh. Am I good or bad? All right. Am I evil? What am I trying to do here? And that's the question I want you to ask. And so uh, even in 2021, 2022, what year is it? 20- 2022 is the year. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. I live in retro world so much, I don't even know what year it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the uh, you know I was still asking those questions. These people are moaning and sound like they're in pain am I supposed to suck their blood or am I supposed, is there another way to release them? Cause I tried doing that a couple of times. I was like, well, maybe if I chop their chains, nope, I just chop their head off. Yeah. And, and there's so that, some I, of them are
1: always going, they've repeated a lot, but the guy will go, please help me. Good, sir. And then you, you yes. can't do anything but suck his blood. That's all you got.
2: I was compelled at that point to go, Oh, am I not looking at this? Right. Am I, Am I not really just seeking, because re- once you you get your revenge really early on, mm-hmm. but then you're manipulated into believing that there's a deeper revenge for you to have. And so no spoilers here on the story, because well, I, I don't know. I debated about this a lot before this episode, how much I was going to give away with story because this story goes deep.
1: It does. There's a lot that old. happens. It's old. It's fine.
2: It's old. Right. Yeah. But you can still enjoy it. Yeah, you it's can still, still
1: enjoy. enjoy, I guess. I mean, if you're gonna try to track this thing down. I think the original yeah. game, the PS one game, is like downright ugly. It's really hard for me to look at. I think that yeah. the, or the um the, the later PC, the Windows- PC version looks great. Uh right. PS two version of two looks really good. Um so there's you know, we definitely got places pretty quick, but that PS one edition of the third person Soul Reaver did you get to play it on the uh, on the on Windows? Did you get to play it any? No, Blood I didn't do Omen? that version. I saw some video yeah. though. Um, just to yeah, compare. Yeah, I,
2: I bought that one. I bought uh, I bought them all on Good Old Games, and I think half of them were like ninety nine cents. I can't remember. I think the first one might have been five bucks on Good Old Games. And by the way, for the longest time, Good Old Games couldn't even get the Blood Omen because there was still there was still arguments going on with Silicon Knights and Crystal Dynamics about you know absolute ownership and sure all the other stuff yeah that pillars stuff goes of, on forever my pillars of Nazgoth. you can't take it wherever you want to my pillars of Nazgoth. we named it blood omen but yeah. uh you know what i yeah, call so, those guys
1: ex-jikin. that's what i call them the, uh here I, let's let's hear this intro to soul reaver uh, we've been talking about yeah. we haven't really heard it let's hear what this sounds like i am razio firstborn of his lieutenants i stood with Cain and my brethren at the dawn of the empire
2: I have served him a millennium. I love it, love it. Yeah, that so music is
1: awesome. Does hey. it remind
2: you of Information Society?
1: Uh, the background stuff a little bit. Yeah, yeah, pure, cause, pure cause energy. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. That
2: was that. That was written. It was uh, by that by the Information Society. Guy. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. that's
2: awesome. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, wait a minute, that sounds really familiar. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's well, uh, Kurt Harlan, according to what they said in the trivia.
1: Well, that's the uh, video, or that's sorry, that's the audio from the the render that I was watching them build while I was in that awesome. that office. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. And Cor- by the way, uh, uh, some other folks came out of there that people have heard of Corey Stockton, who went on to work at Blizzard, still does. Uh, known for a ton of World of Warcraft work, uh, Stockton was with them at Crystal Dynamics for a long time. So you know, a good pedigree over there. A lot of devs came out of there, moved on to other things. Um. Here's uh. here's him talking after he finds out that he's skeleton man or whatever he became. Here you go.
0: What madness is this? What pitiful form is this that I have come to inhabit?
2: Death would be a release next to this travesty. It's
1: so great, dude.
2: It really is. I can you believe that Cain threw out Raziel just because he grew some wings?
1: Come on. You shouldn't throw him out. Keep well. He felt threatened though. His his his. He did. You know, if you if you're gonna you're gonna grow wings, you're already cooler than Kane. So Kane's like, nope, can't do that <laughs> on my watch. Get the f no, out sir.
2: of here. Oh, it, it was even though the video is old and stuff, it looks better on the Dreamcast. Like I said, it looks a thousand times better on the Dreamcast. It, that oh, that yeah. ring, that wing ripping is is painful, even at that uh, early on stage of. Oh, 3D. Uh, graphics hell yeah. And I love like how
1: there. I love how to glide. He has to grab in end, the ends of his shattered wings and hold them out. And yeah. You know, oh,
2: they're so. Oh, it's so grody. I mean, but I'm with you, man. If they could find a way to do that in modern terms, I, you know, like Devil May Cry or something kind of well, you could kind totally of?
1: do it. There's, a, there's yeah. a million other games now that are either like this or do things that would be similar. There's no reason they can't make a game today. Yeah. Same thing goes for Tomb Raider. I mean, look at those new Tomb Raiders compared to what they used to be. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, and been, since
2: IDOS was involved in everything, oh man, everybody was like wanting to compare this to Tomb Raider back in the day. I was reading a lot of magazine uh, reviews and stuff, and you know yeah. the developers wanted to say no, it's more like a Zelda type thing, and everybody was like, no, no, it's uh, it's you know it's a follow cam. It's definitely Tomb Raider.
1: Yeah, it's Tomb Raider because that's what we had to compare with in the yep. year twenty or no nineteen ninety six. Yeah, here's a lady. There's a lady in it.
0: A body is needed for sleep. Flesh and bones are required to recline. No, child. All I may do is watch.
1: I feel like I could sleep if I didn't have a
2: body. It'd be okay. That'd be all right. Yeah, yeah I, could sleep, I could sleep really good with no body. With no hurts, no pain.
1: I was going to say, maybe even better, because I'm not rolling maybe, over, yeah. Run, snoring. Yeah, screw you. I'm yeah, sleeping. I'm sleeping, baby. <laughs> uh, also, you, the end of how, that game. How deep? Oh, go ahead.
2: How deep did you get into the to the... I tried not to get too deep into the lore, but man, it was really drawing me in like the pillars of Nosgoth and you know the 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 guardians who guard over top of it the nine guardians and all the freaking cutscenes scenes were there in these games it's like what the hell is going on there's a lot in all these cutscenes. scenes yeah there's uh, a lot yeah, I, there's, I the, the, the game, game what i like
1: it. about it is the game sort of gives it trusts the player to be interested and yeah. may, maybe they maybe 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 that's a poor idea because I don't know that it actually kept people super interested if they know that much about the lore, but they weren't afraid to say, well, let's give it tons of lore. Like, well, what's the problem with that? We can have gameplay, but yeah. we can also have so much story that people will be compelled. You know, in a more modern sense, people would have Reddit pages to go to and Wikipedia articles and they could catch up and understand and go, oh, no, wait, Pillars of Nosgoth, what's going on? Like, they could understand it more today, but back yeah. then,
2: you didn't have all that. Oh, no, but there were plenty of – okay, so I, I was going to look for a strat guide on this thing because the Soul Reaver specifically, because I got, I got I got hung up pretty early on. I'm like, this is dumb. How am I getting hung up already? Yeah. And I forgot, oh, yeah, games used to be hard. And uh, But they had these uh, – all kinds of great strategy guides on or magazines. If you ever go to archive.org and look at the gaming magazines and oh, yeah, just zoom through those, I found a great little write-up, and I kind of followed that. I could have went to the internet – I could have watched a walkthrough, but I wanted to do it like I would have done it back in you know nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. And uh, it was uh, it was a pain in the ass, but I I did enjoy myself. So there's that. Why does so, the
1: PlayStation One have such trouble keeping straight lines straight? You know what I mean? It's so weird. Oh yeah,
2: that was there. There's a couple. Oh wow, we could really go deep dive into that. So part of that is the rendering process and part of it is even through emulation. Mm-hmm. Some of this stuff is not being emulated as accurately as the PlayStation would have actually rendered it. So there's, there's things you can do in the emulation that will change all that. And there's also some things that are just inherent to how they rendered stuff. Yeah. It, it I've dug deep into it, but the dreamcast doesn't have any of these problems.
1: No, the dreamcast, <laughs> had, we figured it out by then. You know? Yeah. But, uh, those early days, oh, man, so rough yeah. to look at. Oof uh here's a here's here's a part of the game from a story perspective it doesn't give anything away but it basically tells you there's going to be a sequel uh he's confronting and fighting at the end of the five or six hour running length if you just go straight and do all the stuff you're supposed to
2: yeah it's not too bad unlike the 50 plus hours you could put into freaking blood
1: omen this oh is yeah a blood omens little a little more manageable yeah this is more of a game for the public blood omens for crazy yeah. people um, but anyway, this is uh, this is what this is the conversation they have, and basically it's just sequel bait, so here you go. You nearly had me, Raziel. But this is not where or how it ends. Fate promises more twists before this drama unfolds completely. Which is which is translated to uh, we're working on Soul Reaver 2. So, see you next year. Yeah, summer. they yeah.
2: I, I I read a little bit about this as well. And once again, I, I forgive me if I get any of these details wrong because I, I had to get a lot of information from a lot of different places because there's so many freaking lawsuits that happened in this whole series. It assumed there was always some kind of issue or something, anyway. Mm-hmm. All kinds of NDAs where people couldn't speak about it, like, I can't talk about that. Uh, but yeah, there was. Uh, apparently there was some kind of at uh, near the end of the first one. They couldn't quite fit everything they wanted to in there. And so it wasn't like they were trying to make the sequel, but they had enough content that they had to cut. And it was like, Hey, we have enough for a sequel. As a matter of fact, they were developing blood Omen two at the same time as soul reaver two, mm-hmm. but soul reaver two beat it, uh, to release because part of it was already done because it was part of the first one. Yeah. and they just couldn't get it all in there.
1: Right. Uh, we're looking so, now if you're in the chat you're seeing Soul Reaver 2 that Brian just mentioned and at the time it was a PS2 exclusive. exclusive, right? It didn't end up did it end yeah. up anywhere ever again? Is that it? Uh, I don't think
2: so. I think well I think you can get on I think you can get this one on good old games. I think I got it on good old games. Oh,
1: interesting.
2: But I think it was a PS2 exclusive at that point. I don't think it ever made it to any other place
1: Kane, unless you're looking Kane's at something basically. So a, Kane's basically a lizard muscle at this point.
2: Look he at really is. He's you know, uh, we talk about the little bit about the time travel, and oh, he's got the he's got the reaver. Mm-hmm. He's got the oh, there's going to be a problem. Yep. There's going to be a paradox.
1: Yep, that's how you soul. That's how you reave the souls right there. That's how you, so you reave the souls. Yep. It's going to be a problem. Yep. You know what he did like though? Um, when they all they all get a little bit weird in the in their lifestyles where they have clawed out hands and it's like two big two big fingers and a giant thumb and they're all pokey. I love how he jams it into objects. So if you need to move a giant block, like a huge stone block, he just goes shunk, shunk, and then moves it. It's great. That stuff's great. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the
2: satisfaction level that is pretty much everything for me in Soul Reaver. Like you said, moving blocks to solve environmental puzzles, to move big, you know, to move big, Pillars from this place to that place. It feels so good because you like you do. You like go chunk chunk when you flip it over. You go hurrah! Yep. And you flip stuff over. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking cool. And then the weapon stuff, like uh, when you have to kill the 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 other vampires. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, when you're reaving them, is so cool. Is is such a cool, satisfying. You stun them because you can't kill them by flesh wounds. So you got to stake them, you know, or burn them, or toss them into the water. And so you get to, you get to like, uh, pike them. You can like take them just like, and -hmm. throw them up in the air. And it is just kind of just, yep. And it's, it's so every, every bit of that part is just so satisfying. It's pretty satisfying. It feels like you've done something.
1: I agree. Some of the camera work needs work, needs help. Ah, it's um, first generation yeah it's first though, gen right? well second gen at this well point, the PS2 yeah. second gen yeah yeah but it's you know whatever every game has that to some degree like everyone talks about how innovative Mario 64 was at camera control but at the end of the day yeah. we've learned a lot more since then and it's not as oh, great yeah. as you think it was yeah it was Ooh. good but we got better we definitely got better here's a little bit of uh, I forget what this one is let's see oh this is Blood Omen 2 dialogue listen to this she had been in my thoughts I almost believed I had called her myself.
0: Never fear. I cannot
2: read your thoughts, but only speak into your mind and hear you in return. Now proceed down this street. Okay. I wish blood on two was, it it was a lot of explanation for you didn't need to know that. We're having a conversation. You didn't need to know that. I could hear that in my mind and respond to you that way. That's,
1: it was a little pointless. weird. Yeah, I it's agree weird. with that. But uh, the game lets you be Kane again. You're back, Kane. Yes. Uh, you're you're no longer uh, Azrael or Zazriel or however that you say his that, name. Yeah. Z- Zazrael. Jazzriel. Jazzriel. Ja- ja- <laughs> Jazz it's hands. Raziel. Yeah. Raziel. Raziel. Uh, yeah, you get to be Kane again. It's still third-person action. It doesn't go back to the PC roots or not PC roots, the top-down roots or any yeah. of that. Um, PlayStation 1, this yeah. game was okay. It was all right. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. I think people in this format wanted Soul Reaver and wanted Z-Zaz-Gur-al. Um yeah. Instead, they got Kane back, and that's fine. I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to poo-poo this game. It came out on the GameCube, Xbox, PlayStation Two, Windows at the time, and I, by yeah. then I just think I was done. I think I was just like, yeah, well, these aren't I, for me anymore because the Gone Gone felt like the the important exposition, and and instead it was just action at this stage for me. Yeah. Plus, we were back to Kane, and we had spent the last two uh, games.
2: You know, having Kane is the absolute bad guy with an occasional. Uh, you know, he would like question his motivations and stuff. But I, I really didn't feel. I'm with you. I didn't feel like this format fitted Kane very not, well. Not as well. But,
1: I understand why they yeah. did it, and I understand why going back would have been weird. But yeah, it just didn't work for me as well. It's still a fine game. Two thousand three, we're talking fine. about here. Um, you know, at this, this is the game where during production Hennig left and yeah, went over to Naughty yeah. Dog and you now you all have her to thank by the way, for your Nathan Drake stories, your mm-hmm. uh, left for dead, not left for dead, left for dead. No, uh, no,
2: also, we are all dead. What is it? We're yeah, we're all dead. we all dead here. Dead.
1: Um, reckoning. Michael
2: Jordan's chaos.
1: Uh, reckoning. Time for dead NBA jam Time two. For- nope. I don't remember. Jack the name. X. Chat going to say it. Last it of Us. Was... Jeez, Last of Us. <laughs> last of Us, one and two. She's you know primarily responsible for that. I forget where she ended up here recently because she's not with Naughty Dog oh, anymore.
2: Amy, no, she. Did. We talked about the uh, when we didn't talk about it. Her, Amy uh, is now um, like a first name basis. Whatever. I've been reading a lot about her <laughs> last past week. Yeah. Amy Hinnig uh, is is currently with Skydance New Media. They haven't actually published any games yet, but they just signed two very exciting deals. This year, mm. one with uh, Marvel and one with Star Wars Ooh. Disney. and so we were going to have some new, hopefully some amazing content because I you know, I trust Amy hitting she's she's got the jam and i'm excited about these two new yeah, she's awesome dude they're
1: coming she's so, great yeah. i do like her a lot sky um, Skydance new media do you know
2: she worked as Looking an
1: animator and artist for uh desert strike i love desert strike i did
2: not know that desert strike is going to be something we're going to talk about the strike series we're going to talk
1: about that oh too, right? man we do have to talk i've been really? playing those i actually played desert yeah. strike recently yeah but anyway um Let's see. She is uh, Skydance New Media. Lucasfilm announced they're working with a narrative-driven action adventure. You're right, uh, featuring. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that's right. She had a Star Wars game coming. That is, I now yeah. remember it all. It's all coming back to me. Yep, yep. Marvel
2: it, has got a, a Marvel property too. I'm interested because she likes to write. She's you know she grew up on Star Wars. Oh, I yeah. did. Some, I did some reading, some interviews of her too. So you know she's big into all that stuff. She's big into all this great you know the hero's journey and that kind of stuff. And she likes working with uh, you know IPS, but not necessarily with the mainline characters, you know so I'm hoping that it'll be something you know it won't have to be like, you know the Star Wars stuff it doesn't have to be a Darth Vader or, or you know a Skywalker story or something.'m I'm, I'm curious of what they're going to do. I can't she wait is to see
1: uh let's see 57 so that means she would have been if she was born in 64 she would have been like 12 when Star Wars came out that yeah, must yeah. have been hugely influential for her. Yeah, absolutely.
2: She talks about that in several interviews. Great interviews too by the way and some weird interviews. IDOS took out some ads uh for uh they t- they had like these staged interviews in ads for some of these magazines I was looking through all the magazines for reviews and I was reading one. I was like, Oh, this is, this is an ad yeah. How weird that they would do an interview with her yeah. asking themselves the questions and then having her answer them.
1: Oh, that's very cool. Oh, she's writing that new for game. Um, yes. <laughs> funny enough back at square Enix. So kind of full circle here. Yeah. Uh, that game's not out yet. It comes out next year, but that, that looks cool. Yeah, it uh, does. Upcoming action role playing game developed by Luminous Productions, produced by or published by Square Enix, released in January next year for PS5 and Windows. No Xbox. That's a PlayStation console exclusive. That's cool.
2: If we ever wanted anyway, we, Okay, so we just got. We just got oh, give me. Oh, wait. All, before we
1: forget, before you do wait, anything, give wait, me that wait, number. Wait, We're going to call the 1 900 number that oh. they gave you for tips. I want to do this. <laughs>
2: So, I've got the, like we talked about pre show, I do have the official Sega Dreamcast, Soul uh, Legacy of K and Soul Reaver. And inside the disc is an IDOS hint line. Yeah. And you want, me to, you want me to just show it to you? You want me to type it in? You want me to say the type out? it well, in? I'll type it in. Tell me the to...
1: number. So, we got 900 and then what? All right.
2: It's uh, 1,900-773-4367. 99 cents uh, per
1: a uh, minute let's see what happens <laughs> so keep it keep it short yeah we'll keep it nice and short here we go i'm gonna call it we're gonna see if we get any answer on this end you guys here we go it's oh did it hang up oh it hang up wait i'll try it again that's weird this is the year 2000 calling give me that no, thank you give me the number one. oh it, there it is it okay it kept it let me try it one more time let's call it be 18 years or older why isn't it working Uh, Okay, here we go.
2: I wonder if you got like a 900 lock
1: on your phone. Oh, you know what?
2: Maybe. I bet there's a 900 lock. Dang it. That's that's the thing.
1: That sucks. You don't know what the... uh, Since we have this up, do you know what the Atari one is? There's like an Atari number helpline. Oh, I I do not know that one. Old
2: video game helplines. I got to
1: call one of these. I just need to know.
2: Um, Wasn't there a frequency written on the back of the CD case? Uh, Ask Stuff Norwegian. Let me see. Um, Good question. I don't know. (laughs) I used to love this stuff. Okay. Uh,
1: I t- forgotten video games and
2: the. Oh name. yeah, we can call, and we also can call the ESRB.org dot uh, for the ratings if you want to call that's a eight hundred number.
1: We <laughs> should we do it? Let's do it. Let's do, let's it. do that one. You ready? Uh, hold on. Eight hundred. Okay. What's the rest? One eight hundred. Oh, it's, it's also the same
2: as a seven seven one. Okay. Three seven seven two. All
1: right. Let's give this a shot. Yeah, eight hundred number should work. All right. Here so. we go. It's ringing.
2: The number you have dialed is invalid. Please check your listing and try oh. your call again.
1: The number you have dialed is num- rated MA seventeen for general audiences. <laughs>
2: that
1: would have been funny. All right. Well, we tried. Uh, right. Okay. So we'll sorry talk about the
2: success. We talked about Amy Hennig's success and some of these great people that came out of this, and it's so much success followed. Uh, you know, everything that Crystal Dynamics was doing and is so fantastic and great. But then, if you look over at Silicon Knights, and you, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. There's a lawsuit over there, <laughs> yeah. and the and the and they had to like, they had to declare bankruptcy, and yeah. one of the uh, one of the de- de- main developers like got got busted for child pornography, and oh, they are like,
1: okay, woo,
2: jeez, <laughs> that's gnarly. I don't like any of that. Yeah, so I was like, man, but you know what? And it, I, I don't remember, I don't even remember the lawsuit between Silicon Knights and uh, Epic, uh, but they sued, Silicon Knights sued Epic. And and lost and then Epic countersued them
1: out of existence. Oh. Well, that'll happen when you mess with Epic when they got the monies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not good. Um, Real quick here. Okay. So this is when she left, and I don't think I blame her. Legacy of Cain Defiance. That's not a good (laughs) video game. It I did to get be... to Defiance, but I knew
2: it wasn't good, so I didn't try too hard. Yeah. i heard
1: things. It just was rough. I think they were just coming to the end of their hose on this thing, and it wasn't great. Um, I have some something from that. What did I pull for that? Oh, okay. Here's some Defiance audio. And so
0: I returned to the sanctuary of my enemy, the fortress of the Saraphan Brotherhood, deemed impossible for any man to penetrate.
2: Ha <laughs>
1: ha! got penetrate impossible for any man but not
2: actually sounds good it sounds good ps2 xbox windows it's fine
1: it's fine i just think they ran out of steam that's all
2: and it's okay and they and they never could recapture it right because they wanted this they they saw this as an ongoing uh you know series they were just gonna like release one every you know couple years or so and but the lore was so deep, it you know, it, it took like three years to develop each one of these things, three plus years, yeah. as it should.
1: I still think they needed and, to go uh, back to what made that first one what it was, because that's where the lore really yeah. shined. Everything else became just dressing for action.
2: Yeah, and it it really did. It gets it gets like I said, it reminds me of like D D. Once you get once you get everything in order and you understand everything he said, I actually understood. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> I true. I understood everything that guy just said yeah. because I've spent the whole week <laughs> researching all of it. But if that was my first introduction to this game, I'd be like, what the hell is he talking
1: about? Did they ever do any books or offshoot comics or anything they, like that?
2: They did do a comic, Top Cow. Remember Top Cow? Yeah, very, they're still around. Very late 90s, 2000s, right? Top Cow, uh, uh, they,
1: they're still a DC imprint, I believe. But anyway, yeah, they,
2: they, they published one comic and it kind of was not canon. So, <laughs> but, it was, but it looks good yeah you think it looks okay <laughs> it looks good Top Cow did always they, they always look good they no, Top Cow was great that was, uh,
1: that was Silvestri's addition to that studio was his addition to the image thing when image happened and right. then eventually Top Cow got absorbed by DC and that's where it is I think that's all still there today the Top Cow right. stuff I could be wrong that's I really like Top Cow for like like I said it was but it was mostly eye
2: candy um, it was very, you know, cutting edge. It was, it was always kind of cool. But Don, Don Trader I don't, I don't
1: 076 makes a really good point. All of these videos remind me of Darksiders. You know what? Absolutely, there's a lot of Darksiders in this. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Darksiders series. Maybe that's why. And those were also, well, at least yeah. the first one was a very, very Zelda like experience uh, structurally. Mm-hmm. But then they would do weird things with the second one, third one went a very different way. That fourth one is super weird, but I also like it. It's, yeah. t- it's top down. It's almost like they did the reverse. <laughs> they started. Yeah, yeah. They started at Soul Reaver and worked their way down to Blood Omen in a weird way. But, um, but yeah, that's a that's an astute observation. I think. I think these games. Yeah. Uh, have and they had some
2: similar color palettes and stuff too. Some of the characters being those kind of purplish colors. Mm-hmm. By the way, there was also talks of like of doing a movie and that kind of stuff. But they, if they were to do that, they would have had to do full CGI, and it, it's that would not really have been you know plausible until more recently back oh, in yeah. 2000 wherever this was first being discussed it it would be tough it would be a, it'd be a tough sale
1: Brian I don't want to uh, create any kind of weird offshoot here but I need you to see something cuz it's driving me crazy give me got, it. what what do I have I got as a gift a shirt that says Metallica <laughs> on it
2: <laughs> did this come in with your unboxed ps3 no Shut up. it
1: did not but it's a metallica logo right and i like metallica yeah, yeah. they're great i feel like beavis or butthead i don't to, remember who had yeah, it you
2: went to their con that's right and you went to their concert last I did. year right
1: yeah and i loved yeah. it but look at me i'm going to stand up a little bit yeah yeah this logo I, i'm not twisted this is yeah it, it's printed crooked it's printed
2: it's, it's closer to it's one pit than the here. other you got your yeah, 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 I I actually have a problem with that personally. I I actually have I do that myself. One of my one of my neck holes always seems to be further over. But yeah, I I think that's actually a bad print. You got like uh, you got Metallica almost under one armpit. Yeah, uh, and the other side M. a
1: big old gap. I need to put freaking uh, <laughs> Lars Ulrich's little stupid face right there or right. something. I don't know what. Is
2: it, Lars Lars probably uh, pressed that himself. He was probably a uh, you know a little a little tipsy
1: that one night yeah. and just.
2: I'm, Whatever just gonna, I'm just going to go ahead.
1: This is, this is for Napster. <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm Napster bad. I'm going to just blame this on Target because I think that's what Target. I think these are Target shirts. Is that Target? Yeah, yeah. You guys. Yeah. Maybe, maybe put your shirts on straight or maybe don't hire or don't pay, don't have slave labor children in uh, Indonesia right. make your shirts? Yeah, so that?
2: You, it was probably made right next to that uh, that 300 ohm adapter I did for my Atari. It's probably right, <laughs> same same kid, probably
1: <laughs> same kid in Indonesia. Same kid, poor kid. All right, I hope, he, right. I hope, he, I hope he's okay. I hope he does all right. Yeah. Um. all right what else we got you got anything else you want to add to this any other uh, uh, bits and let's, pieces?
2: Let's, uh, let me let me think about what we did uh, I got uh, an email of trivia
1: you want to hear this trivia email I got
2: yeah about this? absolutely give me the trivia
1: all right so a guy named Dan sent an email into the show uh, which is play yeah. show at gmail.com he says super excited for the episode to come out I'm talking about this one bit of trivia the voice actor for Raziel Michael Bell is probably best known as Starscream in the Transformers However, he did not, uh, he did the, sorry, he did the only voice acting for a character beloved in print for decades, but animated only one time. He was the voice of Opus from Bloom County oh. in the Christmas special, A Wish for Wings That Work. I didn't know that. But look and how I funny love that, that is. Special. A Wish for Wings That Work is also what this character needs in Soul oh. Reaver. He needs He'd- wings that
2: work. He needs wings that work and then he can kick Kane's ass.
1: That's right. He says, he goes on to say, there's also a series of YouTube videos on the black, uh, sorry, on the backstories of the tertiary characters and even the Soul Reaver itself. Uh, they go yeah. into the deleted story slash level from SR1 as well. So anyway, a big fan here, it turns out, Dan is, he likes this. There is,
2: there is so much content out there about the legacy of Kane and... It is. It, there needs to be. There is actually a couple of places. Okay, so there's thelostworlds.net, which is a website dedicated to just, uh, just failed legacy arcane projects. It that there's a whole website dedicated uh, to that. Sucks. That's insane. Yeah, that that's sucks. insane.
1: That's too bad. Well, I think this stuff could the, get re-earthed and repurposed. They should do it now. Yeah, yeah.
2: Now here's the here's the trivia that I found interesting, and I had to call bullshit on them almost immediately. <laughs> I knew it couldn't be true. It said in the French dub, and this is all the tropes.org. Yeah. It's crowdsourced. Uh, in the French dub, Kane is Morgan Freeman and Raziel is Kevin Costner for Ooh, real. What? I, I almost believed it until they put the for real at the end. And I was like, <laughs> now I'm suspicious. <laughs> and so I, I went and looked and I couldn't find anything about Morgan Freeman dubbing anything. However, I did find that the actor they were referring to, the voice actor, is Morgan Freeman's official French dub actor. Oh, so anytime okay. they need a dub for Morgan Freeman, right. this guy does it. And he was the voice that was in the French dub. Okay. So I can definitely see where they probably thought, "Oh, that's Morgan."
1: Freeman. That happens a lot. You'll an actor will get paired with one, you know, basically a sister actor right. somewhere else in another country where they do those localizations. <laughs> so that makes sense. But yeah, so that's it, not quite so the same. So they were
2: probably in France, and every movie they'd ever seen. Uh, <laughs> Dub with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I and mean, Of course, they think that guy sounds like Morgan Freeman. A uh, duh. Yeah. Because that's the only one they ever got.
1: Yeah, don't what, what's so, in the box? Don't look in the box. A, don't look in the box. Wee wee poo poo. Or uh, Andy Dufresne crawled to 500 miles of shit and came out clean on the other side. Wee wee poo poo. Wee Uh Real quick here, I don't know if we talked about this. Legacy of kane Soul Reaver was temporarily removed from Steam last year. uh This was on March 26th, yeah. of 2021. And they said, "Stay tuned because we have a big announcement." But then they never did anything.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. That's, Is that the story you told? It. Yeah, that's that's part of the story. I didn't I didn't finish telling it completely. But about the time Embracer Group uh, picked up Crystal Dynamics, shortly thereafter, in the leg- they got the legacy of Kane IP, too. By the way, when yeah, they yeah, got yeah. that deal, and so shortly thereafter, that's when uh, it that, that guy started getting that little message there and on good old games. And so it made me think, oh. Well, then one of two things is happening. They're making a remaster or they're doing something else. But I'm assuming a remaster since, you know, they actually pulled that game.
1: Um, that's so I'm annoying, though, because it says it. Square Enix said in their statement, it's working on important updates and to check back soon. And then they didn't do anything. Yeah, they had, that's that's not that's bad form. Poo poo heads. <laughs> As spoo poo yeah, you think it's bad I had they, to they wanna... I had
2: to pull mine out so that I could play it because <laughs> I could good old
1: games. You think it's bad that these guys want to put NFTs in every one of their games? Now they want to do this. Those jackers. want
0: to do this, Jackass!
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. That's that's uh, basically it. That's your stuff, and it's uh, a yeah. it's a cool series. You guys should check it out. And I realize again. It's probably a smaller group of people that were like super jazzed about anything to do with legacy of Kane and it's sequels. But for those who love it,
2: and then when this came out back in the day, I was not, and we've talked about this in show before. during, during this time period, I didn't want a lot of talkie talkie. And so games like soul reaver, I played a little bit and then when they would get too many cutscenes, and I'd be like, okay, I'm sick of this Mm -hmm. and I would just leave. And now that's my jam. Yeah. I love that stuff. So yeah. I'm going back, and I'm gonna complete. I'm gonna to try to complete at least Blood Omen, which is gonna take a long time. It's oh, gonna yeah. take me probably close to a year's way I play.
1: <laughs> you can, not you can. be serious. You can mainline it. There's a, there's a lot of yeah. stuff you can skip over to get to the end, so you'll be okay. And I'm also gonna finish uh, Soul Reaver, the Legacy
2: King. I'm probably not gonna finish two and the rest of them, but I, I definitely feel like I need to go back
1: and complete. Definitely those. don't so play later this year. When just I, don't play Revengeance or whatever else. What's it called? Uh-huh sorry the, defiance the, the, defiance don't play that
2: defiance yeah defiance yeah, yeah. these the star trek ship defiance
1: continue yeah. to be defiant about defiance it's not very good i'm, I'm out of it i'm no way not happening good deal how about this now it's time for this right now destroy it <laughs> yeah it's time to destroy it let's talk about uh, play our or guess my game this is a game and play my, play our game guess play our, our game uh brian and i bought brought audio to the show we play it for each other and then we try to guess what the hell game it is we have a couple of hints i'll i'll start it's 1995 oh I'll, uh, if you need it i'll tell you console after when the I start
2: playstation it. launched
1: yeah that's uh japan or here i don't remember Who got uh it first? J- japan got it first but did,
2: was it that year right or Was it we, 95 or 90, I forget now. Anyway, yes. It's close to that. Was it on the PlayStation?
1: Yes. Uh, no, this is not on the PlayStation. <laughs> this is, or is it? Venice Boot. This is a Genesis game. There's your hint. It may All have been Genesis on the SNES. Game. Super Nintendo may have had it, but uh, I yeah. played it on the Genesis back then. I played it again now. I'll just say it doesn't hold up, but I want to see if you know what it is. All right? Here's the audio. Not Legacy of Kane, by the way. No.
2: I thought you already did this one. Nope. <laughs> I mean I know what it is because I launch it every day. T- it was like my go it was the only card I had on my Genesis when I got it for a while. Yeah. And so, I love I love I love this game. You think you know what this um, game
1: is? You think you know what this
2: oh, is? Oh I abs- I absolutely know what this game is. What is it? I c- I can pull it out. I can pull the card out over here. It's in my system right now. It's,
1: ah uh, real monsters? Oh my hell! You know exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm blown away by that. Yeah, I thought you wouldn't know. I don't know why I
2: well, thought that's that. My, that's my original. That, well, you know, is you didn't know that? That was the that was like the one only cart I had for like like almost six months when I got my Genesis running
1: before I got some more. So, oh man, what a, <laughs> well, that's kind of sad because it's not it doesn't hold up very well. It's kind of bad.
2: I thought it, I, people keep people giving poo poos, but. I played it today. I've said this in other things too. If you only got one game, it's not that bad. All right, yeah. If you're. (laughs) It's the only game you got. If you got
1: one game to your to your name, this is fine. It's fine. Right. All it's right. Fine. Well, balls well done. Game. Man, you hauled ass on that one. All right. Let's let's do yours. I was
2: trying to drag it out because I was like, almost knew it almost immediately as soon as you started playing. I'm like, oh my god, I've heard this a million times.
1: No, that's totally <laughs> fine. Um, all right, let's do this 1997 game you chose. Uh, anything else you want to say about it?
2: Uh, yeah, I want to say that I can't remember what I picked. So <laughs> if you start playing it. <laughs>
1: I saw you digging around oh, in the dock like. Hopefully, hopefully
2: it'll come up to me really quick here. Yeah, all right, like, here we go. This is it.
1: That sounds like sex. Hold on, let me hear that first part again. What is he doing? Oh, yeah, I know what this is. I know what this is. Okay. <laughs> um, which console?
2: Uh, this is this is uh, published by Acclaim, yeah. and I will tell you that it was uh, it was on uh, it was on a, a good bit of things. I'm trying to. <laughs> it was on well, it was, well. I mean, because the way it was listed, it was all listed because it been re, it's been reissued since yeah. then. But I think it was originally on the on the Windows and let's see.
1: I definitely Windows said, on this, Mac too. This sounds like a game that was probably on a Genesis and Super Nintendo.
0: I don't think
2: it was actually. I think it was. It could have been. A, it was definitely on the N sixty four. Okay. I don't think it made any other consoles until later when they started repackaging it.
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, the 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 Indian uh, the Indian dinosaur shooter thing. Indian dinosaur shooter thing. Um. Hold on. What is that called? going to drive me crazy. <laughs> oh, Turok. Turok? Turok. Full is that, name.
2: Is that correct? Turok colon. Yes, Turok colon. Dinosaur killer hunter. Dinosaur killer hunter. Close enough. Dinosaur hunter.
1: Oh, dinosaur hunter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anybody in the chat get it? Let's see. Oh, some yeah, people believe said they, uh, Doom. I believe they
2: eventually did.
1: <laughs> Definitely not Doom. Oh, yeah, they got it toward the end here.
2: Yeah, it's, 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 a do- it's, it's that engine, right? Isn't it on the... uh? I don't think it's on the end. In- is it on the engine. Quake? Is uh, what which engine was it on? It was like it had a lot of the same sound effects. I
1: mean it started as an N sixty four only thing. That PC stuff came later, I think. Yeah. Greg, I like right. Goom. Like Doom. I said
2: Goom. <laughs> Goom. I'd play I'd play Goom.
1: <laughs> I'd play the hell out of Goom. Yeah. I don't know what I don't think it was just some proprietary thing. I don't think it was like a common engine, as far as I know. Right. It's been a while though since I've played or looked or even talked about Turok. But look at us both getting our things today. This Turok. is great. This was based on a comic book, by the way. I remember that. I think it was Dark Horse or somebody. And I never read it, but it was all based on that. And uh, let's see if I can find any info about it. Oh, yeah. Titled Dinosaur Hunter, released in 97 for the N64. Uh, It also came with that pack, didn't it? The n 60 Where'd Brian go? He disappeared. Oh, there he is. I'm right here. I'm listening. I just looked at your camera and you were gone. Oh, there it is. Nice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Real monsters right there. Real monsters.
1: Nice. Um. Anyway, it was N64 first. I think it had that rumble pack thing, or at least the expansion or enhance pack or whatever the hell it was called. Then right. there was a Game Boy version, Game Boy Color version. You're right about PC and PlayStation and all that. Why don't we have that game now? Why isn't there a new Turok game?
2: I thought they'd, like a couple of years ago, They didn't they do like a, wasn't a remaster. Maybe it was a re-release. There it.
1: was a re-release in, for PlayStation 3 and, X, and 360 and PC, but it was just a re-release. Right. There wasn't anything fancy about it. Um, there was also an animation, but I don't remember what that was about. Yeah, I don't think that was any that. Good. I
2: just remember it was one of the ones I wanted to, I played briefly. Yeah. Back in the day. And every every time I look back and go, Oh, I played that, but I don't hear much about it. And I'm like, mm, why didn't I play more of it? Yeah. And I kinda always want to know. I'm like, I want to go back and figure out why it didn't it didn't get me then because I know I, a lot of people like Turok.
1: Yeah, Turok a was a big like deal. It so. And it was also the first time yeah. the N64 did something rad with a shooter that wasn't the Doom 64 game. So yeah. you know, people were oh, stoked about
2: speaking that. Speaking of the N64, they had Gex on there. So, you know, the question was for, for some people. Was like because uh, uh, GEX three was the engine they were using for uh, Legacy of Kain, uh, the later the uh,
1: the Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver, <laughs> the one you're yeah. playing all the way through. Soul Reaver. I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it for a second there. But Soul Reaver. they was using so the wait, GEX So wait, the engine. GEX engine was the Soul Reaver engine?
2: Yes. What? And so if I if I understand everything I read, and so they had but they had GEX on the N sixty four. And I thought I was like, oh, why didn't they ever get it? Because they got the GameCube. Gex started on on
1: the gex started on the 3DO was the original gex, I think. Right, right.
2: Yeah. And so I was like, oh. And I was like, why didn't they have it? And then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, because the N64, because Nintendo was so convinced they had to have carts, Mm -hmm. they didn't have they probably didn't have the space for all of that audio dialogue like they had yeah. on cds everything else was cd systems yeah and i was like ah see what you did in 64 yeah. look what, what you did nintendo
1: you bastards you locked yourself out that's right they did in a lot of ways they don't like to admit that though no um what's crazy is that tiny little postage stamp cartridge in your switch has no problem with any of those things <laughs> it's all good right <laughs> we've, we've come a long <laughs> way folks um three yeah it was originally a 3 D O game gex was then pc then what's the ss say a saturn Sega Uh, Saturn. It wasn't ringing a bell for some reason. Uh, PS1 also, and then Gex Enter the Gecko was PS1, N64, Game Game Boy Color, and then Gex 3, Deep Cover Gecko, PS1, Game Boy Color, and N64. Those Gex games are all right.
2: Yeah, I went went back and played one just to see, because that's what I was looking for. I looked at the N64 Gex just to see how it was.
1: They weren't the worst things ever. It was the first Crystal Dynamics game I ever played, and it had, if I remember, it starred Dana Gould, who's always on that Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me show. I yeah. think that's who that is. Yeah, there it is, Dana Gould, who was only—he's only in his twenties when he did the voice. Crazy. Oh, a well, young man. There you go, a young young buck. Well, that's <laughs> it for your guests and your games. How about these? Welcome to the treasure room, booty. All right, we're going to talk about an email. We got an email at playretroshow@gmail.com. At this came from Jason H. Who says, Scott, last week you mentioned playing Pokemon Pinball on the show and that you uh, started mm-hmm. seeking out pinball experiences. Have you ever tried the pinball emulation software? It's gained widespread use uh, as uh, sorry as people are making full-size virtual pinball tables out of televisions now. Oh, uh, yes. Ibit has something like this. It's the one-up arcade one, but it's a Marvel table, but it's a uh, screen. I'm not
2: surprised Ibit has the Marvel table. Yeah,
1: this is, should not be a surprise to anyone who knows Brian Ibit. Anyway, I'm assuming you've seen it, but in case you haven't, it's definitely definitely worth a look since you can play old machines that are impossible to find, as well as classics like Adam's Family. Here's the link to the oh, main I uh, files. Family. I promise it isn't a link to man wieners, he says. Uh, thanks what? for a decade, over a decade of laughs and companionship, Jason H. Well, you're welcome. Uh, secondly, I am interested in this. I've been doing a lot of pinball, screwing around just with pinball games. Um, some time ago... Freaking! Uh, the Epic Store gave away for free a pinball game that I ended up loving. It's new, but it's like an homage to the old. um, Oh, what was the? Shoot, I'm gonna find this now. It's gonna bug me. But there, why you talking about that? Yeah, go ahead. I will
2: say that when I went to our tech, local tech school to get my basic classes out of the way, yeah, we had an Adams Family pinball machine over there in the concessions area, yeah. and I was there every day. Every day, yeah, the Adams Family pinball. making that ball
1: roll and the Adams Family machine is amazing. It's such a good game, right? Uh Devil's Crush was the game I was thinking of. They also made oh, Alien yeah. Crush, um, but these were amazing pinball games on the Turbo Graphics 16. And this game is called Devil's Shit, Demons Crush, devil's or something. <laughs> devil's Shit. <crushed. laughs> devil's crust uh i forget but it's it, they put they gave it out for free on the epic store like they do with a lot of games every week and i just thought oh, i'll check that out but i'll i'll wait and try it later fired that up that game is rad Is super bad? retro rad cool game that's new it's not Devil's Horse Apples chat room. That is close, you're not quite there.
2: <laughs> Devil's Horse Apples. Tag, got it.
1: Yeah, we were close. If you'd like to send your own email into the show, well, it's super just, easy. Yeah. What? Go ahead. What I'll just click on this uh, this link that uh, Jason promised
2: is not a man wiener. Uh, uh, then why am I looking at man wieners, Jason? Check your tabs. Oh, Check your tabs. My
1: bad. That's my search history. Oh, the Playboy Stern. Oh, that's a good one, too. You know what? Oh, I'm going to yeah. go mess with this. Can I run these on my Steam Deck? Damn straight, I can. You damn straight.
2: Can you hold it sideways?
1: Um. yeah but I think you can do the whole I think it does want to. I could be wrong on this I think it does like perspective altering so you could do like a more head on or scrolly thing you can scroll yeah 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 I think I have to look into it Um, but I am kind of into that right now I like video game pinball more than real pinball and I know that's you know weird no, but I do that's not weird I just feel like they can get away with more cool ideas like that that Pokemon yeah. pinball game I could play that all day it's so good. Did you know they made a Pac-Man pinball game and we didn't even talk about it? I'm talking Pac-Man about the uh, which one? You talking about the ones that, that
2: challenge you go to head to head or you talking about the one <sighs> with was uh No, it's pinball. like a
1: single player thing where you're the ball and you're trying to get ghosts. It's hard to explain. It's oh, more of an I don't adventure know that game. I'll share it with you. It's also, it's like that Donkey Kong thing I found. That sw- yeah. swinging Kong or whatever the hell it is. What is it? <laughs> Kong the Swinger. Oh, here it is. Uh, DK dk king of swing look at this chat you ever heard even heard of this we talked all about donkey kong we went so yeah. deep on finding everything we could about those effing games not once did dk king of swing show up this was released yeah. here europe and japan and i missed it it so. must
2: have been that time when we were all into the swing music remember that for a hot minute yeah, maybe that Big was band it. that swing was it. music yeah it
1: was, all, it was all swing music that made it happen I'm sure you're right. Uh, well, anyway, that's uh, that's all fun and well. Guess what else is fun and well? Next week, we're doing Kirby.
2: Kirby? Oh. No, Kirby, your enthusiasm oh. is going to be
1: a lot of Kirby. I'm so excited, dude. I love Kirby. I've been playing new Kirby. Well, old Kirby, new Kirby. Um, I've also been playing retro Kirby. The best, we'll talk about this next week, my favorite Kirby game is the GBA re-release of the original Kirby game. But they remastered it to make it look like a 16-bit awesome new game. And it's still the best Kirby game. It's so fun. So fun. I want to play Kirby gonna right now. We're going to call
2: this... I, I didn't realize this until today, but we're going to call this three episodes. Uh, we had Mega Man, mm-hmm. and then we had the Soul Reaver, and now yep. we have Kirby. Yeah. And all of those involve defeating a boss, absorbs their power... and going and fighting somebody else.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I don't know why we're doing that, but we're doing that. Zorbs.
2: We're going to call this the Zorb Block.
1: Okay, I'm in. (laughs) If you want to be a part of the Zorbs Block uh, and join us even further, join us at Patreon.com/slash/PlayRetro. I want to welcome the following people to the Patreon this week. We got brand new patrons: Brent, Ray Hargis, Molly Fenton, and and Seb. I'm not sure if you said this. Uh, they've all joined since we last spoke, and we love you guys. If you want to find out all the reasons why to join, you can do that at play or at uh, excuse me at Patreon.com/slash Play Retro. That includes bonus content every week. That includes cool monthly rewards, and it means no commercials ever, never an ad. Forever? in your ear hole okay that's that's our promise to you if you're a patron patreon.com slash play retro play retro show gmail.com is our email address play retro show on gmail or sorry on twitter as well i don't know why i said gmail and uh frogpants.com slash play retro for everything else hey brian is there anything you'd like to add before we go today I forgot
2: to mention that Soul Reaver was based on a game idea called Shifter that was all about shifting between planes. But there, there, I I got the last trivia in.
1: You you got it out. I'm glad. It's like that was rough. You've been holding on onto a poo for three days, and finally, (laughs) it's out. (laughs) Congratulations. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening, for watching, and for however you're consuming the show. In the meantime, go play something retro. We'll see you next week. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at FrogPants.com. You will have the blood you hunger for. <laughs>